In this podcast, we have conversations about personal experiences with loss, grief, and unexplained spiritual encounters. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Today, we're going to talk about auras, a spiritual energy field that surrounds all living things. This shows how you are feeling, which then emits the energy fields that are around you. I myself have seen auras or felt the energy around people. Misty, have you seen any auras yourself or on others? You know, actually, Trisha, when I was little, I saw light around people when I was at church and they were at the podium, not everyone, but there were some people and I asked my parents what it was. So I don't know how old I was, maybe five or six. It was a glow. I said, what is that glow I see around people? And my parents first took me to an eye doctor. <laughs> so I guess right. that makes sense, right? Yes. <laughs> But the doctor said I was fine. And then my dad started asking me before, see, I'm five or seven. I have no idea what auras are. And then my dad started pressing me about who I saw auras around, what colors they were. I think he did name them, but he didn't explain to me. He's like, oh, what you see, tried to make it normal, but he also made me feel bad that I couldn't see colors. Shame on you. I know I was a little <laughs> traumatized because my dad's thinking, okay, you got a gift and let's use it, but not tell you what it is. And that was it. That's my, that's my aura story. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> well, that's something. I mean, some people don't even feel it at all or see it. And like you were saying, some people say, oh, it's just my eyesight. I'm, my eyes are going <laughs> bad. Yeah. And that's not what I'm really seeing around somebody. Mm-hmm. People don't, sometimes don't believe it's what they're seeing. Right. They don't know what they're seeing. And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing to see around people. Mm-hmm. And you can know how they're feeling, what's hurting them, even throughout the body. Hmm. So like if like a color breaks or there's like a gray or like, coloring around one part that could be something as that's hurting like they hurt their wrists doing something the like the other day and you'll see that break in that aura and see like sometimes it's gray sometimes it's different from different people but usually it's like a grayish color around that one area oh interesting yeah so how long ago did you start seeing auras since you say you did tell me about that I've always seemed to have felt it, the energy around people. And then starting when I was probably a kid, Mm -hmm. at that point, I didn't really know, like you were saying, you didn't really know what you were seeing. Right. Um, And so I felt the energy and occasionally I would see the colors around people. Hmm. I didn't really express that to anybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) because again, like we've talked in other podcasts that at that time, mm-hmm. people aren't talking about that. It wasn't well known in that era. Right. They think your eyes are going bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first thing I just kind of kept it to myself and was like, wow, okay, this person is not feeling well or going through something that's hurting them deeply mm-hmm. in their heart, or they're having a great day. You can tell that energy. You can, most people can feel that energy when their people are around them and are happy. Mm-hmm. So that is 
kind of what you're feeling is an aura. Okay. That energy that you're feeling from that person, you're they're right. giving off that energy. Okay. Which is their aura. They've also said, but you can tell by the colors people wear as well. Clothing? Clothing. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're giving off some of that energy through the colors that you're wearing. And there's some colors that will make you feel not as good where you should be. Some healers um, would say you shouldn't be wearing that color because that's going to make your aura go in a whole different direction. Hmm. Or you should be wearing this crystal or this rock with you just so you can always have that color on you because to give you admit that good energy around you. Okay. It's very interesting to what I read on that as well. That sounds a lot like with the chakras that we are looking into and wanting to talk more about. They're all related to colors. And in what I was reading, talked about using certain colors to help or enhance certain areas in your life. If you're blocked in certain areas that, you know, wear more yellow or wear more, you know, but it's based on what you have going on in your life. So I didn't associate that with auras. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because one healer told a parent, they took their kid to get just a reading just to figure out what was going on because they knew something was going on, but they didn't know what. Mm -hmm. And they said that he should never wear this certain color ever because that is just going to bring him down. And I was like, wow, that's interesting that like, even when you're a kid, it starts when you're a kid where it will tell you in these readings, it will tell you what colors are best for you, what colors aren't as good for you. It's interesting. Do you think instinctually that's why we're drawn to wearing certain colors? Like, I mean, today I'm wearing red, but I don't usually wear a lot of red. I usually, unfortunately, I'm going to say this and regret it. I wear a lot of black. So that's <laughs> probably bad. Well, hey, that's a slimming thing. But I, most, yeah. a lot of women do that. So. <laughs> But there are colors that I know I've been drawn to, to wear. It also, I think would have to do with my skin color, but then my aunt would tell me, oh, you should wear more turquoise. So I am curious. I wonder if there's something instinctually we know if we're drawn to certain colors. And yes, that is true. We are drawn to certain colors that bring us that happy feeling. And that for me, mm-hmm. I think mine is like the blues mm-hmm. and the purples okay. and blue is more of like a healer help healing and that kind of stuff. So I see myself always going towards that blue color mm-hmm. and it's still dark. Like it's still <laughs> slimming. Like yeah. the black. Oh, there you go. A dark blue. <laughs> a dark blue. A slimming blue. <laughs> yeah. So I see myself going to that and I have a feeling I've never actually gotten my aura red, but I would assume mm-hmm. that it is probably has a lot of blue in it for me because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like to be the healer and help people. And that's a spiritual thing too now mm-hmm. too. So I see that probably more for me mm-hmm. in my colors and you do wear a lot of pastels, right? Maybe lately I've tried to. I mean, now anymore, you're talking about a Zoom world. We know each other from our shoulders up. And right. Your screen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now my pants, you don't want to see my PJs that don't match. <laughs> right. I have gone with different solid color shirts to wear. That is true. 
Can anyone learn to do this that hasn't, or let's say since I did it as a kid, is this something I could exercise and still learn to do? Yes. Yeah. There are exercises that you can do to get in more sync with the aura field and your own aura. For one thing they say is you need to meditate Mm -hmm. on that, clear your mind. Some people say use a chakra meditation to help you get through it and work Mm -hmm. through it. And if you want to read your own, you would be in front of the mirror. And once you've cleared your mind and you've asked to see Mm -hmm. the energy field around you, you don't open your eyes completely, which is, it's weird. You kind of squint to help see it when you're looking in that mirror Mm -hmm. to help see it better. It's almost like you're looking through the, your peripheral kind of thing. So you can see that it's hard to explain, but, Mm -hmm. but you have to do a meditation, clear your mind. Right. And be open to it. Right. Because if you're not open to see it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. We say that about a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) If you're going to want some kind of positive response on anything, you first have to be open to it. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah. You have to let yourself go. And not everybody's going to get it on the first try. It's going to take some time to learn this. And for people that have seen it, and it might be a little bit easier since you did see it when you were younger, it should be a little bit easier than somebody coming in to it without any experience seeing an aura. Okay. All right. So I hope you can try it and let me know how that, if it happens for you, Yeah, that'd be great to feel, feel and see around you. I've been doing meditations with clearing chakras and doing those kinds of things. And it is interesting because you're alluding to seeing without really using your eyes, but one of the meditations I have been doing was talking about helping you open up to more lucid dreaming And it's actually working. So I imagine if I found a meditation that was focusing on chakras, I would start to see that that just hasn't been my focus, but the ones that, yeah, the ones I'm doing on my clearing my chakras and being on like the, literally the the third eye and and visualizing more and having more lucid dreaming, it's working. I'm amazed. I wake up with such clearer memory of what I've dreamt, even though it doesn't make sense. I am having more (laughs) vivid dreams. So now I know what to look for. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So just look for those different meditations on, so you can see those chakras. And like you were saying that you use your third eye, you're using your Mm -hmm. third eye for a lot of this. There was a study done that blind people were taught to see auras through their third eye. Oh, and it not just, and it just didn't help them see the auras. It helped them in their day-to-day life because they were using their third eye to see around them what's around them. So it was easier for them to get around, which was interesting Mm -hmm. because my grandmother on my mom's side, she was completely blind. So I never asked her about any of this when she was alive. I'm wondering if she was able to see things through her third eye or because she seemed to be able to get around and do cook still and do all these things that you wouldn't think a blind (laughs) person could do. Right. They're amazing to me for what they can do. Mm But when I heard that they were teaching blind people to mm-hmm. learn to read the auras, it was incredible. That is really cool. And it it actually makes sense to something else I heard recently where a skeptic or someone who doesn't believe or understand what the third eye is, all you have to do is tell them to realize what are they seeing with when they dream? 
not their physical eyes. Their eyes are closed. So what are you seeing with? It's not an eye organ. So that must be part of this other visual ability we have, which is called the third eye. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. And these colors that they're seeing as well are, they can be the energy. They sometimes just feel the energy. Even if you're not blind, sometimes the blind people feel that energy more than the color, Hmm. but they can pick out with that energy. They can pick out that color that it probably is. And usually is when somebody who can see, they'll look at that same person and they each wrote down the person that could see and the person that couldn't see, they would write down after they both looked at this person's aura individually, not at the same time. Hmm. And they were exactly identical. Oh, that's interesting. This blind person, if they're just feeling that energy and this person that can actually see the auras and they're feeling the same thing, it's mind boggling that they can do it. And that just tells you that anybody can learn how to do this. And is the aura that a person puts off the same color for their whole life? Or is it something that changes based on a mood, like a mood ring? Or how does that work? Your aura does not go away. It does can change. You can cleanse your aura if you have bad feelings going on, or you feel like something negative surrounding you at that point, you can cleanse your aura which then can turn into a better, happier aura for you. There's a meditation for that where you cleanse your aura, almost Mm -hmm. like a chakra thing, but there was one for your aura. So you would just do that meditation Mm -hmm. to help you clear that energy out and let it go from you. Cool. I can't wait to read more into this. So, cause I want to get back into more of it uh, myself yeah. and right. Well, you mentioned on one of the other podcasts we had that when you were doing your Reiki training, you really started to see and pick up on auras. Was that right? That was through that training that enhanced your abilities. Yes. Because what you could do is through your hands, you can feel the energy. And mm-hmm. as you go, Some people will close their eyes when they do it, when they're doing that, or you can have your eyes open, but you just put your, you like go back and forth along somebody and you would feel that like, if you feel heat or like something's cool, you know, like that one area, oh, I need to work on that area because that's the one in pain. Mm -hmm. And without them telling you, oh, my lower back is killing me right now today. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have to tell me. Because I would do, you could do an aura reading with the energy field with your hands and feel it. That brought my whole awareness with the hands and the feeling that energy that way. Mm -hmm. I never saw that. I had the feeling like the energy feeling and colors occasionally come to me, but to feel it through your hands is a whole different energy field, which is, Mm -hmm. is great. I've had one other like massage therapist actually do that for me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's really hot in this area. And I was like, that's the area that needs to be worked on the most today. So, so it was very cool. And there's so many different colors that go along with your aura, Mm -hmm. which correspond, like we were saying with the chakras. Oh, okay. So like each one has is based with a chakra. Mm -hmm. So you usually see that those colors usually around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, there's the root chakra, sacral chakra, the solar plexus 
chakra, heart and throat, and then the third eye and then the crown. So each of these are correspond with a color as well. So like the red, if you look at the red color, that's usually at your root chakra, that's your root chakra, which is at the base of your spinal column. Mm -hmm. And that's your stable base, which if you look at your body, what is the state, what part is going to help keep you the most stable that is in that area. So that will indicate you're stable. If you're stable in your, your mind and body, like if there's anything that you need to work on or things like that. I'm also bringing up another thing that said red is also meaning well-rounded, energetic, and strong-willed. So there's different meanings, some in different books and different articles show a little bit of different things of what it means, but usually in the big picture, it's basically the same thing. Okay. So that's what the red would be. So there's the orange, which is your sacral chakra, which is based in your lower abdomen. So what that orange color means is, and one place that I read is independent and is a realist, Hmm. also adventurous, thoughtful, and considerate. So you you could see how they're very similar. These are two different places I got this information from that I'm going by. But I think the most one that I'm reading first, which is the independent and realist, is the most accurate to me what I see the red one orange the independent realist and all that kind of stuff then there's yellow the solar plexus which is just above your belly button Mm -hmm. and that usually is creative curious and optimistic and that also is friendly if you can look at those meanings so that would be all meaning friendly somebody who is loves to dance or like you like to be in the entertainment any in the entertainment fields creative Mm -hmm. artistic kind of person, you would see that yellow more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there's the green and pink. Those kind of go together. And those are the heart chakra, which is the heart. So around the heart area, and that sh- is more of the compassionate, the kind and loving that, that kind of person, mm-hmm. which I like seeing those colors on people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yes. And the, the next color out there is blue. And the blue is, is the throat chakra, of course, where your throat is, and that's intuitive and empathetic. Hmm. So that's somebody who is also a spiritual and a free thinker. Hmm. So if you see somebody with that blue around you, you know, they're very spiritual. Also, it's kind of like you're a loving person. You listen to somebody, you're, you can feel like for me, that's why I feel like I have more of a blue. I'm more intuitive towards other people and can feel what people are feeling and all that. So I see, that's why I see myself as more of a blue. Okay. And the next color is purple and violet color. And that is the third eye, which we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. That's just above your eyes in the center of your forehead. And this person is highly intuitive. And some people say they might have that psychic ability. It's easier for somebody who has that color. So they're also more independent and intellectual and wise. So you could see, see Mm -hmm. that going together, Mm -hmm. which is a good one to have as well, because then you can be psychic. It would be easier for you. I had a reading and was told this was several years ago that she saw a purple indigo around me. Yes. So yeah, you're curious, you're spiritual connected, because especially with your family around you that are Mm -hmm. very spiritual people, 
Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. And the next one, which is white, is your crown just above your head. Mm-hmm. And this shows that your oneness and this shows that we are all connected. So that that white is basically it's all colors together because, mm-hmm. you know, white is the base of all colors. Mm-hmm. So what I've also read on that white is usually they've said that only like Jesus has that white light around them. Okay. So you most likely will not see somebody with a complete white right. or around them except for Jesus. Okay. I'm pretty sure I was aware of a light and a glow around people, but I could not identify color. And I don't think that meant that I saw white. I just didn't know. I, I just couldn't identify color. So I don't know what that really means. Maybe it was a pale yellow. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never know what you're seeing, but it could be part of it could be white, Mm -hmm. but they're saying no one person is going to be completely have a white shocker except for him. So they might have white somewhere around them, Mm. but that complete white aura is going to, they're saying is Jesus. Okay. And then the one that you don't want to really have around you is black. Oh, and that's where I wear a lot of black clothing. And I was wondering if that was a bad sign. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Most people wear black for a different reason. Yeah. It goes with everything. (laughs) Yes, it does. But as far as if people see it in your aura. Yeah, that's not good. That is not good. There's that means there's negative thoughts Mm -hmm. and emotions around you. Mm -hmm. And there's no real chakra that goes along with it because it will block that energy flow with the chakra. Okay. That's why you don't have, it's not connected to a chakra because it's like, get away from me kind of thing. Okay. Okay. I hope I don't see anybody with a black chakra at all (laughs) in my life because that means, yeah, that means I don't want to be around them. Right. (laughs) It means walk away. It reminds me in the movie Ghost when they, you know, those dark shadows come and they would take the soul that died, the bad soul down into the ground. That was a dark, that's what I'm seeing when you describe this. So yeah, I would definitely think bad. (laughs) Right. And the thing is too, that also reminds me of like when I did have spirits around me one time where I saw the little girl and then I also saw this black spirit Mm -hmm. and I was trying to get it away from me. Mm -hmm. I tried everything to get it away from me. So I can see where that black comes in and Mm -hmm. what, and why it means negative thoughts or emotions and Mm -hmm. that spirit was trying to get into me and I was like no yep they're staying away don't want your bad energy yeah I was like holding up my hands with a cross well yeah stay Stay away stay away Yeah, absolutely. And to be clear, I feel like in the Christian upbringing that I've had, I don't believe those are quote unquote evil spirits. I think our energy and as people, there are imperfect and flawed people that have bad energy that maybe when they die, they're not ready to die. They might linger. They are still bad energy that we do not want around us because they're still working out their stuff. Right. (laughs) But I don't really see them as being demons. And maybe that's for my own feeling of peace and safety and security. But to your point, I feel very confident in saying, 
oh no, go away. I don't want you here. And I've heard of the trick of just picturing yourself protected in a white light, uh, you know, in just a bubble. Yeah. And for me, I had, I said different things. I love God and the, the Bible. And you say those kind of happy thoughts, they don't go, oh, this person is God fearing. Mm-hmm. So I got to stay away from this person because then, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, that was just something I just thought of when I was reading that. And I remember right. that happening to me, but I had both a positive and a negative in the same right. room at the same time. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. We can read into that later. <laughs> I was going to say, now I'm wondering like what the two of them saw, like, did they see each other and where did they know each mm-hmm. other? Was there a conflict there that you were suddenly the physical being in the middle of? And I have so many right. questions, my brain, my mind, my imagination, my third eye is going crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and at that time, I wasn't really into what we're talking about. I was interested into it, but I wasn't really, really right. into it and knowing what was going on right. at that time. But I just was happy that it went away. The the black. (laughs) Definitely. But there's also another way, which is interesting that you can get, read somebody's aura, which um, is, there is a special camera that somebody can use and take a picture of your aura that way too. And they can read your aura that way, which I was like interested on that. I was like, I might have to look into that kind of camera to see if I could start doing that again, um, getting back into this. That is definitely interesting. Now I'm looking that up. Yeah, because it is. uh, Yeah, it's interesting that you could read somebody's aura through this camera. Yep, there it is. I got them. Yeah, I love that you could do that. And I was like, so if somebody can't actually see it, they can take a picture of it and they can read your aura that way. Interesting. Aura photography. Oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Okay, very cool. A lot of healers use it. You know, what really is cool to me through all of the talks we've had is discovering that there is meaning behind things we picked up on as children or when we didn't know about this stuff. And now to find these are real things and why or what the history is or what's behind them. That's what makes it so fascinating to me, you know? It's like if if I had never experienced any of these things, and that may be people out there that are the skeptics, you you don't experience these things. Of course, you sound like we're all just loopy and what are we smoking? Right. (laughs) But it's reverse. This is where these feelings and intuitions and the stories that we've been telling on our podcast were real genuine stories before we ever had any information given to us. You know, and that's what I just love. I find it so hopeful and inspirational. And, and it kind of proves the fact that we believe we're energy. Right. That too. And like with the rocks and the like different crystals, that will help you as well. That which is a whole probably another podcast right there is the different rocks and crystals that can help your energy as well. Mm-hmm. Like the purple crystal amethyst amethyst i do have those i have a couple of them because it was also my birthstone so there you go i mean if you're wearing that and that's your color Mm -hmm. that's a great thing to have i did have somebody buy me actually a necklace with that crystal on it nice and it gave me a good feeling and i was like wow okay and i was reading more into that once that person gave me that information And I was like, okay, this is going to help. This is a calming. This is a great Mm -hmm. thing to have around you. So Mm -hmm. 
I mean, you don't have to wear it there. It could be just around you in your room, something you can see. So you can feel that, that good energy and coming from that crystal or that rock that has that feeling. So I think we should go into that at a later time too, is just going over those different crystals and rocks that will help people as well get through something that they're dealing with healing. That's true. I know very little about the crystals, but in the reading I've been doing about chakras and and prepping to have our guest on chakras, they also associate, like you were saying, colors and what you wear, what you surround yourself with and crystals and everything to help balance these different areas and different, you know, to your aura description, it's, it's almost like personality description. And then in chakras, it, it talks about those areas of your life that are affected either positively or negatively by whether your chakra is open or blocked. And I do find all of this so fascinating. I know probably the least about crystals, but I have recently become very interested and curious and I want to know more. I saw, we were at a store and I saw a box. I think they had some kind of clever, cute, you know, like a box of rocks, kind of a, (laughs) they were really cute on the way they did it. And, but I realized that I wouldn't have known a year ago, even that each one of those rocks in there were representing each of these different chakras and the colors that you're talking about. Because now that I've read this, I was like, oh, it would have just looked like an interesting variety mix to me. Right. And it's pretty. They're pretty to look at. Oh, look at this <laughs> nice, pretty collection to go through our birthstones. No, it, right. those have a whole different meaning. And now when I look at them, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know so little. I have so much to learn. So it's much just, to learn. Yeah. It's just like also, because you were saying your birth, birth date and your birthstone. Mm-hmm. And mine is like, cause I'm born in November. So mine's like the, the orange yellow okay. color. Yep. So that independent and I'm very independent person mm-hmm. and I'm creative. Mm-hmm. So putting those two together, mm-hmm. actually, I can see how they correspond as well. Yeah. That's see? Cool. And then yours is purple and right. that you can tell from when you were a young age, you didn't realize it, but you were yeah. that highly intuitive at that time oh. and you still are. Wow. This is all starting to make, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps now because I didn't realize how all those tied together, but now that makes so much sense. It's amazing. Yeah. And like the red, like if you mm. have the Ruby, mm-hmm. you're a stable person. You're like, mm. you could see that in people mm-hmm. that have that. So I think that's very interesting to see what, how those coincide together as well. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Wow. I think every time we talk about something, we learn something new. It opens up to how much I don't know right. and how much I want to know right. and to keep learning and to keep sharing. I mean, this has been really interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to keep on going, digging deeper into this and mm-hmm. how it coincides with crystals and with the chakras. I can't wait to talk to your friend about that. Yeah. The chakras. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Here's to the learning more about everything and healing. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com for links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Well, we did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love 
never dies. <laughs>